morning church. How are you guys doing? Good, good. So yeah, it's so good to be here. Um, first time speaking here. Uh, like Aaron said, I'm from Brazil. My name is Levi. I'm here as an intern. And it's such English is not my first language. But I believe that our communication here is so much more than my words to our ears. But it's, it's my spirit to our spirit. And that's what I believe God's going to do. You know, it's a spiritual realm communication. So you may not understand everything that I say, but I pray that the Holy Spirit is going to speak to your heart this morning, that he's going to move today. Amen? Okay, so um, today we're talking about following Jesus, the series that it's not yet. Following Jesus, the preaching series. Uh, so two weeks ago, we had... We start with identity. If you guys don't remember, I'm gonna remind you guys. So was Richard talk about identity and how our identity in Jesus is established uh, through knowledge. So we are not what we do, but we do because we are children of God. And a week ago, um, Graham talked about um, um, spiritual disciplines. So we talked about it's no more knowledge so important, but now we start putting practice what who we are. So church, prayer, Bible, and all the spiritual disciplines. And today we're going to be talking about the Holy Spirit and how the Holy Spirit is so important in, that, in, in all the process. Because without the Holy Spirit, we cannot have our identity established in Christ. And without the Holy Spirit, we cannot read the Bible and understand it. Without the Holy Spirit, we cannot um, pray like we should. We cannot get together in real unity without the Holy Spirit. So that's where we're going to be talking about him. And that's amazing because he's here right now. He's in this room. And he's going to talk with you personally as well. That's what I believe. So we're talking about a life-changing relationship. Like you guys heard, I think Graham said this last week, we have basically two main relationships. We have our vertical relationship in our horizontal relationship, us and God and us and those around us. And the Holy Spirit changed the way that humanity used to communicate with God, to connect with God. And because of that, because now we have free access to, to God, also we, um, through the Holy Spirit, the way that we connect with others is changed as well. Okay? So first we are going for the vertical relationship with God. And so um, I'm going to come back a little bit in the beginning so we can see how, how God's will was always to be closer to us. God's will was always to be near us, to be closer to us. And even that we fail, His will is always to be closer to us. So in the Garden of Eden, when God created human beings, um, everything was perfect. Everything was so good. We didn't have sin. And Human beings used to walk with God. They used to talk with God. A perfect connection. A perfect relationship. And that was so good. But when sin came in, uh, because God's holy, um, the connection was broken. But God didn't give up on this relationship. And this is amazing. And he made a plan to restore this relationship. So we see throughout the Bible, uh, the, the phases. God showing us how he wants to be near us. How he wants to be closer to us. So in the Old Testament, God creates the tabernacle where he's there, but God's like restricted to a simple room called the Holy of Holies. And it was good, but the connection between human beings and God was very superficial. 
because I couldn't go in the presence of God. I need to ask to the high priest for him to go to the presence of God for me. You know, and it was very, let's say, a fear connection. They f would fear God because, because God was like very, we are sinners. So holiness with sin doesn't match. So that was good, but God was restricted to him. And that, that, that wasn't enough. Our room wasn't enough. And God would like to come closer to us, near us. And that when you have Jesus. So Jesus came into the earth. Jesus is God. And Jesus wasn't just restricted to our room anymore. But he started to walk around. So God started to walk around the Middle East. And that was amazing because Jesus is Emmanuel. He's God with us. But even that, it wasn't enough. In the words of Jesus in John 16, 7, Jesus says, But very truly I tell you, it is for your good then that I'm going away. Unless I go away, the advocate or comforter will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. So Jesus said that it was good that he was here, but it would be better if he lives because he would send the Holy Spirit. You know, like, think about the disciples. Um, they walked with Jesus for three years. Three years they, they walked with Jesus. They would see Jesus every day. But it wasn't enough to make them real followers of Jesus. Think about that. Um, externally, they looked like Jesus. Because when Judas was about to betray Jesus, he had to kiss the rabbi so the soldiers could see who was the rabbi. But internally... They had so many failures. You see, through all the Gospels, they would fail a lot, a lot, because they need something inside of them changing. And when Jesus leaves the earth and sends the Holy Spirit, now God is not just with us, but God is within us. Within us. And now the real change happens, because God within us starts to change the way that we think, the way that we see, the way that we act, and the way that we connect with other people. And that's amazing. So from that point, the way that God's within us, we go to our vertical relation, our horizontal relationship. Okay? Uh, just once I've heard um, Francis Chang, he's an American pastor, such an inspiration. He's very good. Once I've heard one preach of him, he was saying that so many times we as a church um, sometimes like to come back to the Old Testament. And it was very interesting because he said that in the Old Testament, in the Moses' time, Moses would go to the mountain. People wouldn't talk, talk directly with God. They would say, look, we, we are afraid of God. So go to the mountain, talk with God, and bring us, bring us what God sent to us. And that was good. But now, today, the veil was torn. And now we can go straight to God's presence. And, and he was calling us the attention. And that's why like, I always try to remember myself every day. And we need to, to pay attention to that. That God wants to speak directly with us. And sometimes we, we want to hear God's voice. And we are like seeking for God's voice in people, in preachers, in Christian books. And yes, God speaks through all these things, definitely. But he wants to speak directly and personally with you. And that's what's the, the greatest thing. You can go straight to the Holy of Holies by yourself. You can go up to the mountain by yourself. And that's amazing. 
So we move now uh, to the way that we have our relationship with people because God living in us changed the way that we connect with others. Now God gives us capacity to walk like Jesus walked. Okay, so um, Acts 1.8 says, But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will, you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in all Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. So in this verse, I want to just get three main points. It says that we are going to receive power. So first, um, the Greek word for power is dunamis. That means dynamite. And it's talking about supernatural power. It's not normal power. It's supernatural power. It's talking about miracles, mighty, strength, supernatural. Um, it's not, we don't have the power, but the power is in us. And this is a promise, okay? This is a promise. What, what do we do when you see a promise in the Bible? Ooh, we claim it. We claim it. So we have the promise that we receive power in the Holy Spirit in us. And this is a promise. And God is sent us out. But the thing is, um, God's power is never going to be manifested if we don't do something. God likes to work with partnership, with fellowship. So all of you guys who received Jesus, who received the Holy Spirit, you have inside of you the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead. The same power, the same strength. Everything is inside of you. But you need to release that. You know, when I was in Brazil, uh, God started to speak with me about um, my particular area. He started to speak, speak with me about physical healing. He started to like, stir up something in my heart. I was like, okay, God, I believe that you heal because you said that if I lay my hands on the sick, they're going to get healed in your authority. And he was like, okay, but you need to pray for people because if you don't pray, you're not going to see healing. And I started to go to um, emergency rooms, you know, hospitals, and offer prayer for people. And it was incredible because I prayed for many people. Um, most of them didn't get healed, but a few got healed. And the most incredible thing about that is it wasn't about the physical healing, but it was about, it was about the encountering that these people had with Jesus. They would see a God who would go into the hospital and who cared about them. And it was so incredible because God starts to um, teach me about my experience and how my experience doesn't define who he is. You know, it's not because I prayed for someone that they didn't get healed that God doesn't heal. It's what everyone's saying. It's not because you don't see breakthrough that you give up. You know? It's not because you're not seeing breakthrough in this situation. You're not seeing healing. You're not seeing... It seems, sometimes it seems, and it feels that God's not moving, it's not working, but He is. And our experience cannot change the fact God, that God's for us, that God is with us, and that God promised that He would um, be there for us. You know, the Holy Spirit, uh, He's always with you. He's always with you. Okay, so the next point that I want to make is um, be witnesses. So we receive power to be his witnesses. So um, a witness is someone who can give a legal, historical, ethical account of what they have seen. Look how interesting is that. The root for witnesses is the same for martyr. 
So someone that's a witness is someone that's ready to die for what they believe or for what they have seen it. We are witnesses. We are not advocates. God says that the Holy Spirit is the advocate. So we are supposed to live a life, testifying Jesus, but we need to remember that the one who convinces, the one who chants hearts, who brings repentance, who brings salvation, is the Holy Spirit. Sometimes we want to see breakthrough in our family and friends, in our work, and we're trying to convince people that Jesus is good, but our job is to be filled with the Holy Spirit and live a life like Jesus lived, and the Holy Spirit is going to transform them because that's what He does, not what we do. You know? And the last point that I want to make is everywhere. We need to be everywhere we go. So it starts in here, it starts in your day-to-day life, to the ends of the earth. You know, um, God called me so many times to the nations. And last year I was in Brazil and I was like, okay, God, I want to go to the nations, I want to go to the nations, I want to I wanna serve in the nations. God was like, so you want to serve in the nations, but look around, look all your neighbors. It's been 16 years that you live in this house, you never preached to your neighbors. You never talked about me to your neighbors. And God gave me that crazy idea. I live in a, an apartment, um, like a condo with a lot of apartments, like 48, I think, 48 apartments. And God gave me the idea of knocking their doors and just offering a prayer, something like that. And a few of them didn't receive prayer. But most of them received prayer. I could see breakthrough. I could hear testimonies. After that, me and my mom, we had the idea of starting a small group in our house that's going on until now. We have around 10 neighbors coming every Thursday. And before I come here, uh, a couple, they got baptized, my neighbors. It's, it's like so simple. Sometimes we need, we, we need to wake up every day and ask God, God, who am I supposed to be a blessing? Like, who, who is in my life right now? You know? Help me, help me to see with your eyes. In the bus, in the train, in, the, in our job, walk in the street. We just need to be willing to die for ourselves, for our pride, for our self-preservation, you know, and, 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 and love others. I know that our biggest battle to show Jesus and to let the Holy Spirit flow through us is against ourselves. But we need to pray that God fill us with his love. Because love casts out all the fear. And when we are filled with this love for others, I don't, I don't care if the, the healing is going to happen or not. I don't care if what the other people will think. I don't care what, if this is normal, if it, it doesn't look normal. I just go for it. Because that could be the day that God could encounter this person. You know what I mean? So we need to be willing to let God flow through our lives. So... Um, I want to tell guys, uh, that's basically what I, I came to, to bring this morning. Um, and it's amazing. You know, a relationship with the Holy Spirit, it's first what He wants. Think about that. God gave the first step toward us. God made Himself available to us. God's there for us. You know, uh, John, four, John 14, 15 to 18 says, If you love me, keep my commandments. And I will pray the Father, and He will give you another helper, that He may abide with you forever. 
the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it neither sees him nor knows him. But you know him, for he dwells, dwells with you and will be in you. I will not leave you as orphans, I will come to you. Today the Holy Spirit is our comforter, if you need comfort. Today he's your best friend, because people may fail with you. You know, I'm here for you, I'm here for you, the church is here for you, but... God is always there for you. We may fail, but God's never fail. He's your helper. He's your teacher. He's always present. Even that you don't see, even that you don't feel it. He's always present. Doesn't matter what you're going through. He's always present. Our feelings, sometimes they, they, are, they trick us. You know, when I came here for the first time, two years ago, I felt really, really homesick. And everything that I felt was loneliness and I would... I was like, I want to leave. I want to come back home. And this was like, I would say, the first months that I was here. But was, God was always providing and saying, I am enough. I'm here. Uh, just a, sh a little example. In, a, in the training that I have to do in, on pace, in one night I was almost giving up. And in the same night, God sent to me two people to talk with me, to talk life, to talk courage, to say that he was there for me. So God never failed you, right? And he's never going to fail because he's always there for you. And in his presence, in his presence, we found really pleasure. We find really life. You find safety. You find friendship. You find comfort. You find basically everything that you need to live. Everything that you need to live. So um, we're going to move to a time of prayer right now. Um, but I want you to try to connect with God. I don't know how is your relationship with God. Maybe you're very deep and you know how to connect with God. Maybe it's your first time in and you say like, how, how can I do that? I say to you, God's the most in interest in this relationship. He wants to connect with you. He made the way. And you just need to discover him. You just need to discover him by... And that's the amazing thing, you know. I can talk, for example, I can talk a lot about um, about my mom. I can say how she looks like. I can say how her voice looks like, how she is. But you're not going to really know her until you meet her. And that's the same with the Holy Spirit. I can talk a lot about the Holy Spirit in here. And I can say how he's amazed. I can say my experience. But the goal is for you to discover your relationship with him. The goal is for you to enter in the Holy of Holies. The, the goal is for you to connect with him. And it's not a Sunday morning thing. It's an everyday thing. Tomorrow as well. Tuesday as well. Every day. Every day. He's always there. And you just need to be willing to connect with him. So I'd like to, for the band to come up. Um, please, would you like stand with me. The band's going to be playing and we're going to be, be praying. So just pray for the Holy Spirit to, to feel you. Just ask God, I want to feel you. I want to taste of who you are. And I want to dispersonally. Don't compare your relationship with others. And uh, me and the team, we are going to be up front. And we would love to pray for you. So if you would like to receive prayer, um, to receive prayer, to receive more of the Holy Spirit, to feel the Holy Spirit, if you feel that you need to come here to the front to receive prayer, we would love to pray for you. Okay, so Father, I thank you for this morning. Oh, Holy Spirit, I thank you because you are in this place. 
and your presence is real. Feel each heart here with your presence right now. We want you. We want to feel you. We want to hear you. We need you. Nothing really matters anymore. We just want we, do, we just want to empty ourselves of everything that's in our heads, all the walls, all the worries. Just fill us with who you are. Just speak with us. You are all that we need. We are all that we want. In Jesus' name. Feel free to come here and to receive prayer.